And I'm really curious. I want to pick your brain a little bit. Ooh, okay. There's not much in there, but you're welcome to. Oh my gosh. There's a lot in there. You're crazy. So whenever we first started, you're still, I guess, technically like a newbie to like EDM. I took you to your first show. Yeah. I'd been to one show and I saw Spag Hetty <laughs> and I got really hungry and then I danced all the way through Flux Pavilion anyways. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Despite being very hungry. I just want to know, have you, would you say, like, your knowledge and your, have you, like, grown a lot since we're near the end of season two from where season one started? Absolutely. Um, I've definitely had a lot of fun getting to know a lot more local artists. Like, Mm -hmm. they're much more approachable um, than, like, somebody that's, like, a big name. Mm -hmm. So I think it's been kind of fun being on the show because I've learned how to... A little bit, I don't want to say talk the talk, but somewhat talk the talk. Um, with walk some the of these, walk a little bit. Yeah, with some of the walk the walk. <laughs> um, with some of these, you know, artists, because I really appreciate what they're doing. And I think it's amazing, but I think it's on a different level. And I've never been able, I, I, I have no musical talent at all whatsoever. So to see somebody who's able to, in their mind, like conceive of all the different kinds of pieces that go into some kind of EDM music and just, you know, like arrangement and things like that. It's, it's absolutely fascinating. And then beyond that, um, people that are actually responsible for producing some of these festivals, um, and shows and, um, and then also some of the flow artists that we've had on the show, um, have been really, it's really cool to ask them questions about, okay, well, how did you even get into this? How did somebody, you know, decide that, you know, they wanted to express themselves with a light, like a light up hula hoop? Like, (laughs) it's just, it's just kind of a, it's been an interesting journey and I feel like I've learned a lot and uh, it makes me definitely want to go to more shows um, and, and experience more of what, what's happening. Cause I feel like this is a a very quickly evolving um, scene, music scene. Um, There's like, I think EDM as its own thing was like around for a minute before it exploded into like 80 different, you know, subgenres and, and areas that um, I'm still learning what they are. Like differentiating, differentiating between some of the genres is really is really tricky and so many influence one uh, to the next. And it's it's fun to try and sort those out <laughs> and kind of get an understanding of what each person brings um, in terms of uniqueness um, to the music scene, especially here in the DFW area where things are influenced by everywhere else. Yeah. And I really like how you say like it explodes like so fast too. Cause yeah. even like 1977 was house music that started by Frankie Knuckles. And then you get in the eighties somewhere you get Detroit techno mm-hmm. by these three guys. And like, that's not a very large time frame at all for it to just already evolve that much and mm-hmm. grow. And, you know, now we have like rhythm and like future bass and like so many genres that it's like, you can't even count them on your fingers and toes. But <laughs> excuse me. I even discovered a new, a new one in researching today's episode, but I still have no idea what it means, mm-hmm. but I wonder if I should save that. I think we should save that question for okay. our guest today. We'll save it. So why not just go ahead and bring in our guest today? Why not? Why not? Cheers to that one, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome back to Festicast, everyone. I'm Noe. And this is Dana. I'm Sierra. And this is that boy, Brain. And here is my bootleg to Hands by Father. Hands on sight, 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 on
got the four fives and three eights and some shotgun shells. And if you see me, you better shoot the kill. Cause I'm a run up on the hill. records and this is one of my favorite tracks when i first listened to it i was just like dang at some point this really needs a dubstep remix to it so i went ahead and did that so yeah hopefully you know y'all dig it and uh, just hit me up yeah all that good stuff Woo. so what inspired brain honestly i was just hanging out with a friend one day and you just like well if you really wanted to pursue edm and like dj and producing you have to come up with some sort of alias and I'm like, why don't you do like do something really simple and just switch out the two letters in my name, just the, the B R Y A N, switch the A and the Y, and boom, that's how Brain was born. Magic happened, and I'm sure the logo was pretty easy to follow up on. Uh, that. yeah, my first logo was actually Brain from Pinky and the Brain. Uh huh. Yes. <laughs> Yes! Okay. <laughs> yeah, but after a while, I was like, hmm, Warner Bros. is going to hit me up with that cease and desist at some point, so I really need a new logo. <laughs> so, yeah, I actually contacted a graphic design student here at uh, UNT. His name's uh, Ari Solorio. You should check him out. And I told him I want my logo to look like a brain, and he did an awesome job with it. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's awesome. He did a really good job um, with that logo. Yeah, I really like it. It's really clean, and it's, it's it gives a point both ways, just looking at it and reading it, too. So it was really fascinating. So how long have you been in, like, the Dallas area? 
Um, I mean, I lived here all my life, you know, born and raised in Dallas. It wasn't until two years ago that I really got involved with DJing in the Dallas scene. Um, it was, you know, thanks to a couple of friends of mine and actually the anti-DJs club here at UNT that really got me involved with, you know, the art of DJing and stuff like that. Yeah. So how many years have you been DJing? Two. And, you know, it's awesome. I've accomplished a lot in those that short span of time. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking forward to uh, the years to come for sure. I mean, you've already played, um, you played at One City last year? I did, yeah. And then Miss Sarah was there at One City. Yes, That's... I was. <laughs> and have you played any other shows? Uh, yeah, I've played, uh, I got to close the main stage for uh, Loud Pack at the Roads and Middlelands uh, show thrown by After Dark, and that was really cool. Yeah, being on main stage for the first time ever, really nerve-wracking, but I, th- I felt like I did a really good job. Um, I most recently played the Bomber and Crawl show this past week at the Green Elephant, and you know, I got to play you know, at Dove Set Rhythm show. It was really awesome. Um, yeah, it's really cool. I'm really yeah, blessed and, you know, to have all these opportunities and stuff Yeah, in the short amount of time I've been doing this. That's good. Do you ever get nervous right before you go on? And is there like a thing that you do to kind of like... Uh, I get nervous all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, you know, I'm always just worried about am I going to be able to like connect with the crowd, you know, and see if they buy my uh, song selection and stuff like that. Um, and honestly, you know, I just try to like just focus and just, you know, think about it. like just go out there and have fun, honestly. Like people will like just vibe with you if you're out there, you know, you know, being yourself and make, just being calm upstage and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you don't ever try to, like, I don't know, have a beverage before you go on or, you know, do some weird yoga or picture everyone naked? Not really, but <laughs> it seems that as of late, whenever like, I'm DJing mid-set, someone always brings me a drink and then that really helps out with the rest of the set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that would help me because I get, like, stage fright really easy. So I couldn't imagine, like, people who are, like, really, like, relying on me to not, like, ruin their evening, you know? <laughs> At least maybe that's a little bit overdramatic of how I would see it. But yeah. I would have no to do pressure. No, no pressure. No pressure. No pressure. Um, but have you had any, like, really crazy stories or anything, like, bizarre happen so far that you've been playing? Bizarre? I mean, not really. Um, I've had people try to come up to me mid-set. And like you know, mess with like my with the the, the controller with the CJs. I'm like, hey, no, 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 no. That's like, like don't don't be doing that. You're gonna mess up the set, please. That's like touching my girl. Yeah, don't touch it. Why would people do that? And I wonder, do they think that they're trying to help you out? Yeah, or they're just too drunk and they're just like, ah. I can make music. Yeah. <laughs> Watch me do the waka waka. We do. Yeah. No. <laughs> Let me hit the button. Let me push the button and be like, this isn't about me on. No. <laughs> I think the funniest thing was uh, I was DJing one time at a club and this girl came up to me because uh, this Masita had just come out, you know, and that was like the big song at the time. And this drunk white girl comes up to me trying to speak Spanish to me like, uh, can you play Despacito? And then like, should I say some like Spanish, but it wasn't Spanish. <laughs> I'm like, uh, what are you n- saying? No. <laughs> she just starts saying like cat, water, like <laughs> some random stuff. Tengo un gato en mis pantalones. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> I don't know that song. <laughs> but, um, Dana, do you have any questions? 
I do. Um, I feel like I was taking over. So no, 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 that's fine. I am, I am working away over here too. <laughs> um, so how would you like? What kind of genre would you say your music falls into? Because I saw that like you kind of have it listed as you know you do trap, you do house, you do EDM and rap. So you kind of do a lot of different things, but you also have like this deep kind of tech house yeah so dark synth <laughs> I was looking at some of your pictures and I was like you're way too nice to be the person that looks that, that's that's on your Facebook you look kind of like angry but now you're in person you're like you're not dark and scary at all <laughs> yeah I know my pictures I'm just really deep into thought and just processing what's going on during the set and like mm-hmm. what I need to accomplish I don't know I have this very methodical way of DJing Mm-hmm. Like just, I just think a lot during my set. You know, I'm like, all right, I know I need to figure out what song I want to play next, or what I want to transition into. Um, but in terms of my genres of what I play, um, when I first started, it was definitely a lot of everything. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, growing up, it was just a whole bunch of you know hip hop. Um, I don't know, really old techno. Um, in high school, when like I guess when uh, Scary Monster Nice Sprites came out by Skrillex, that's yeah. really my introduction to like electronic music and dubstep and stuff. And you know, around that time also, like my friend introduced me to like Flux Pavilion, Doctor P, you know, the pioneers of the dubstep genre. Um, but when I started, you know, DJing, it was just trying to explore all the genres, see like what exactly you know I enjoyed, like where my niche would be within the scene. And honestly, I didn't like that. I don't want to be pigeonholed to one particular genre. I have these phases where I just listen to one type of music, you know, because uh, growing up, I used to go to metalcore, hardcore shows. I used to love <laughs> getting the mosh pit and stuff like that. Uh-huh. But then, you know, I got into like the EDM scene and, you know, I liked trap music. It was just re- really reminiscent of the rap and hip hop I listened to back in the day. Sure. And then, you know, dubstep and rhythm remind me of like, the breakdowns and like the heavier sections of like metalcore music is probably the reason why I vibe with that. And then I have friends just constantly introduce me to new music, so I really got an appreciation for like Latin music and boom mm-hmm. And then like had other friends introduce me to like deep and tech house, like uh, Spadus. He got me really into that, and it's pretty awesome. That's super cool. Okay, so that was the one I was going to actually ask you about is boom boom Yeah. What is that? So I've never even heard of it. It's, it's a genre. Uh, it falls between like ninety to like one ten BPM, and pretty much it's a uh, it's, it's, it's Latin music, mm-hmm. just that kind of cadence to it. Yeah, with like a whole bunch of like synths and like, but the majority of like of it is like the percussive, like Latin Afro Cuban like, yeah. uh, elements to like the percussion and stuff is what makes it mumbaton. And then you have, like, the synths and stuff like that. It kind of drives the music forward. Nice. Okay, so it's something you can you can dance to. Yeah, definitely. Like, like, it's a little bit more... It's, more, it's yeah. slow. Just... Uh-huh. Yeah. Nice. I like it. Some flair. <laughs> Very cool. Um, and you said that you also uh, work with Southern Trap. What is that? Can you characterize what that is for me? Uh, oh, I mean, it's trap music in general is... Uh, Music that like has a lot of uh, 808s, a lot of high hi hat percussion and like snare patterns. So, I mean, you know, you had your early rap with just the boom bap, you know, like old school like lyricists on it. But when you know, when it comes to trap music, it's a lot of like the the, the 808, like the sub is kind of what drives the beat forward and stuff like that. So, I mean, 
I don't know if you probably listen to like Troy Boy and stuff like that. He produces trap. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like beats and like, like you know, it's like kind of hip hop instrumentals and stuff. Okay, so that's more southern trap. Or is it is this trap in general? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. I was curious about that. I was like, oh, neat. I guess I mean because like trap is done differently in so many different places and yeah. kind of takes on a little bit of the local flavor wherever it's at, kind of to differentiate it. And I was curious what southern trap was. Um, so that's. It's fascinating. I'm learning so much. <laughs> what, after you played your very first show, did you have like a victory meal? Oh, what did I do after my first show? So like, I guess my first show was, uh, so back in the day, uh, Prime, this is a promo company, used to have a weekly called a Takeover Tuesday where they would just have locals, you know, come out and play. And I actually got to go back to back with my friend Shelter and, uh, yeah, the crowd loved it. You know, I got to play, like, yeah, during that time, it was, like, trap music and, like, rap music. So I would, like, play what was popular at the time with, like, the trap instrumentals. And afterwards, uh, I'm pretty sure we went up to Den, probably grabbed some Whataburger, and I was, like, <laughs> that was, like, the end of that, you know? Like, Whataburger was, like, the go-to meal, like, while I was in, uh, at UNT and stuff and oh, starting out, yeah. That, I mean, that would be one of my victory meals. I mean, it's late, you know, you either got that or Taco Bell. You know, I mean, I guess you can go to Cafe Brazil, but, you know. TJ's Pizza. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, so, do you have, like, uh, inspirations? I was trying to find a word there, so that's why I won't pause. Like, inspiration to people or songs that may have, like, made you be like, this is what I want to do. Mm, I mean, there's, like, certain people I look up to, for sure, um, that, like, I draw inspiration from. Like, uh, Hero Bus, I got to meet him after uh, he played in Dallas with AT Aliens. He's, like, one of the nicest guys, like, ever, like, met. Um, really humble, you know. Like, I was like, dude, your music's awesome, blah, 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 blah. He was like, oh, no, thanks, man, you know. Um, I had to, you know, meet DJ Craze a few times. We performed here in like another humble dude, you know, like he's an awesome turntableist and, you know, he, he throws down like a good set. And, you know, he always, inter- like, he also inter- like had and like puts in some line music in there too. So you're like, he represents, you know, so like, I got to like go to him, Hey, I like that track you play. Oh, thanks, man. You know, I got to do it for my people. I'm like, yes, of course. You know, have you actually listened to Dylan Francis's new song that came out with Ben? I have not peeped it yet. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I didn't, I don't know Spanish at all. I wish I did because, like, I'm, like, uh, Hispanic, but I don't look it. I'm the whitest whitey in the world. But, um, so I was listening with my friend B in the car, and then all of a sudden she just starts screaming, like, oh my god, and just, like, covering her mouth and stuff like that, too. Apparently, it's an extremely raunchy song, ah. and <laughs> I wasn't expecting it, I'm just sitting there, like, trying to sing along to it, too, but apparently, just so you know, <laughs> I feel like it should have had a mature tag for what she was telling me it was about. Wow. I was like, oh, man, this car got really hot right now. <laughs> but, um, let's see, do you have any, like, weird secret talents that no one knows about like can you like you know are you double jointed can you whistle to any song in the world yeah i can do that spongebob laugh nah yeah really yeah are you gonna do it you're gonna do it right i learned that 
Yeah, I learned that in elementary school. Yeah. And my friends, like, just, 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 just destroy, like, mash your vocal cords in and you can hit that pitch. I'm like, all right. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm like, okay. So you're the only one that knew how to do it or everything? I don't know. It was like him. It was like him and me. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't really talk to him anymore, but that was a cool, you know, like, thank you, Patrick, for that. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's coincidentally, his name is Patrick. It was pretty funny. So, <laughs> were you the SpongeBob to his Patrick? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, while we were in elementary together, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he ended up being like one of those like trouble, like problem kids, whatever, and uh-huh. kind of disappeared, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's really fun, though. I'm going to have to like message you whenever I get my soundboard, hopefully next season that I keep talking about. And we're going to have to record that, and then we're going to use it yeah. in the show, too. And then all the other buttons are going to be Matt laughing. Right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, there's going to be so many things. Do you have a favorite song that you like to mix into your sets? Oh, there's like a couple. Um, Skirt Reynolds by Hero Bus. I love playing that track. Uh, actually, I got this idea from Shelter. Uh <laughs> He always gives me, like, inspiration and good ideas of, like, good transition or mashups. Mm-hmm. So, like, I have this go-to combo of playing Skirt Reynolds by Hero Bust. And then I have, like, three different, like, options that I like to, like, <laughs> that I tend to go to. So either I go, well, I don't want to give all three of them away. So I'll just give, them, I'll give away one, one secret for y'all. I go from uh, Skirt Reynolds into uh, Runners by Trampa. So, um, I'll let it build up. I'll line up the other transition. So whenever it drops, it drops into the, the drop of, uh, runners by Trampa. Cause basically it's a one huge bass note and then it goes into the rest of the drop. And yeah, I, that's a, ten, that's a, a combo I like to go to. Um, if I'm doing like, if I'm mixing like Mumbaton, Duro Bass by Spider Tech. Cause uh, it has like a, I don't know, it's a really cool song. It has like a little cumbia in there, and then it speeds up to 140, and then no, to like 130 BPM, and I can mix in like Jersey Club or like some bass house or something with that. So it's pretty cool, really versatile song. You know, like, I like to- I like songs with tempo changes. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, let me double check my notes, but um, oh, I was gonna see. Do you like Kazo? I'm not really a big fan of hard house and that genre. Yeah. I don't know. I just, just uh, whenever you're talking about how you used to like listen to like metal and stuff like that too, like all I picture is like you know some of the beginnings of his songs and stuff too. I'm like that just reminds me of then. I like Kazo a lot. Though. Yeah, I know he came. He was recently in Austin, I believe. I had a friend go to that show because he really likes hard house. I'm like, that's cool, man. That's that's you know whatever floats your boat, dude. <laughs> I got Louie yeah. Phillip. I wish you had been at my show, but yeah. no, it's cool. Oh, you missed your show. You know, Kesa was here for Boo. That's when I saw him. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I, w- I wanted to go to that. Boo I really wanted good. to see. I think, uh, <clears throat> who else was on that lineup? Oh, my gosh. There was a lot of people. There was Louis the Child. Yeah, I wanted to see. Yeah, it would have been cool to see Louis the Child for sure. That, would, that was my second time, and it's always Yeah, good. I remember the first time I listened to Louis the Child was on a, a FIFA soundtrack. Really? For some reason, FIFA always has, like, the best soundtracks in a, in a, in, within a sports game, uh-huh. and it was the, it was the Louis the Child's track with K-Flay. Oh, oh yeah. I love that one. Oh, that's such a beautiful yeah. song. It is. I love K-Flay so much, too. Oh, oh she's, goodness. yeah, beautiful she's voice. She's fantastic live. <laughs> she warms my heart. <laughs> <laughs> um, Makes my heart quiver. <laughs> I can't remember who was on that lineup. What was that, sir? I was going to say, I got to see Louis the Child at, at Middlelands. 
And uh, he's like one of my favorites. I didn't mention that last time because I was trying, I was too scared. But yeah. Lewis the Child is absolutely one of my favorite. Like, I want to get his crown tattooed on, oh, on me. Oh, yeah. Stuff like that. I love it. It just so, makes you want to hug everyone. Yes. You know, and you're just like, oh, I'm just so happy yes. and everything's so fun. And, exactly. you know, they were wearing overalls at, uh, uh, at Boo. And I was like, this is the cutest thing ever. Oh. They look like children. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they young though? Like they are I thought young. they're like eight, seventeen or eighteen or like. No old. way, really. I think they're like little babies. Babies, I think. Yeah. Oh goodness! Oh my are. goodness! Yeah, well, they are little babies up there playing music. <laughs> little babies making them hugging music. Talk about, I talk about my kids all the time, and like my kids are. Like college kids, so they're like 18 and 19. Oh, but they're kids. And then I'm like, no, 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 no. They're adults. You go to big kid prison. Uh, like you do something wrong. So. <laughs> big kid prison. I like it. Um, you know, honestly, I think that has pretty much wrapped up all my questions, madam. I have a question for you. Well, does Sarah have any questions real quick? Oh, yeah. Sarah first. <laughs> I was just going to ask if you've been to any festivals, like which... One was your favorite? Uh, what I was mean, your first? Right. So I've only gone to like one festival, and that was Lights on Night two years ago when uh, ASAP Ferg and Nero were on the lineup, and Flash Adonis was on there too. Uh, yeah, I got to go for free because I flyered for Manager of Beats that year, and it was pretty cool for like a, you know, being at Dallas Market Hall. My only complaint was uh, I wanted to see Flash Adonis, but. Due to like the fire marshal and like the capacity, uh, their stage got packed out, so I got stuck on the opposite stage. And I'm kicking myself so bad right now because at the time Claude Von Stroke was going on the same time as Flash Adamus, and I didn't have appreciation for Tech House, so I was like, Oh, this is so lame. Who wants to listen to Deep House? Wow. I, I, I hate young me. I want to go out like, hey, you go listen to the godfather of Dirty Bird right now. Yeah. So is that your dream to go to Dirty Bird? Oh, I want to go camp out so bad. Oh, I know. It looks so fun. It's just a giant like, like summer camp. I want to wear like a camp uniform. Like my friend uh, Chris Rose, <laughs> like he has a uh, actual like scout gear, like Dirty Bird scout gear. You know, it looks like it has like all the patches <laughs> and stuff. It's so cool. <laughs> that is adorable. Like yeah. a little brownie scout. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> or brownie girls. Is that what they're called? Oh, or like the Boy know. Scouts, yes. or with like, the little scarf tied around yeah. her neck. <laughs> yeah, he has patches and stuff. I don't know, I guess for activities he did over there or whatever. But yeah, it seemed like a fun time. They, yeah, you get like lots of stuff whenever you're there too. Apparently, people were saying that you can go actually play the games with some of the artists that play. Which I'm like, that's really freaking nah, cool. I want to play tug of war against Claude Monstros. He's a big dude. Like, I, I want to see, want to test my strength <laughs> against him. You know? Yeah, that one's on my list, and Holy Ship is on my list because yes. You mm-hmm. can actually like hang out with the people, and yep. I'm like, that's so. Cool. I want to play basketball to Rez. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I wanted to be at Holy Shit this last year because Rez was like, if you see me, I'm pouring shots down your mouth, and I'm like, yes, I don't like taking shots, but I would do it for her. Yeah, because as long she's as you drink plenty of water afterwards, fellas. <laughs> exactly. Everybody. Oh my goodness. I, <laughs> Wait, I it's seven fifteen. It's time to chug water. In my mind, <laughs> in my mind. Noe first meeting Rez would consist of her like falling to her knees and like starting to cry and being like I love you and she'd be like get away from me weird lady and be like no really let me touch your hand and tell you it's gonna be okay you can stand up you know like, <laughs> no I know so like Matt's like if you do get to meet Rez like uh, this weekend or on your birthday or whatever like 
let me um, let me hold the phone. I'll take the pictures because you're going to forget and you're going to be mad. Or I'm just going to drop my phone and be like, I'm just a nervous wreck. Like, <laughs> I can't do this. But I'm totally going to try to aim for a Res Rocks this year because damn. Oh, man. <laughs> Biggest cult of Res meetup I'm sure will ever happen and I'm excited. And I'll have my res. Yeah, that's yes. her. That's her group. You and got I, your. I got my robe. I got my cult robe. <laughs> <laughs> yes, every res show I go to from now on, it's gonna have the cult robe and her glasses. It's gonna be great. I'm a little obsessed. I'm just, I'm just waiting. I can see. I can see on Saturday, Matt posting a picture of you on Facebook, going like. <laughs> Like you're crying because you're so happy, but you're also like pointing at Rez and you're just like, ah! Yeah, man, pure like, joy, but pure like overwhelmedness you know, as well. I don't think I've ever met anyone before that's like been like famous or at least like super like like role model esque to me in my life. So I I would not put it past me that I'm gonna like probably faint or like throw up. I don't know what I'm gonna do, but it's not gonna be fun. I'm sure. <laughs> Just try not to hit Rez with the throw up. Like I'm pretty sure she'd probably be like, "All right, you're my least favorite like, fan." Oh my god, it's black! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need like a I need to read like this survival guide of like what to do when you meet your favorite, like basically your hero. You know, she's just all remain around calm, a great person. breathe. Yeah, you're like, hey, your glasses also got those glasses. <laughs> Look, what's on your face is also on my face. <laughs> Look, I'm in your cult. I bet you didn't know, but I am. <laughs> Look at this robe. See, I'm following you, get her you to out sign of the parking you. lot. Get her to sign you so you can get it tattooed on you. Oh my god, yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's taking it to an extreme, but a lot no, of people, people have done, have done, done it before. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. So I got really excited because in the cult of res, I actually made a post in there that was like. You know, I was thinking about the other day, like, how I am in friendships, and I would be, like, the Brie to Rez, and I was like, who would you guys be? And, like, so many famous people, like, commented in that thread, it was just like, I'm gonna throw up! Like, <laughs> this is so exciting! I got, That's like, awesome. Rooks was, like, one of them, like, nice. I got Brie, obviously, I got, like, a couple of other DJs that I'm now blanking on because I'm talking about it, but I basically, like, was crying and looking at it, like, every day, because I was just like, oh, yeah! Because they all thought it was hilarious. Do they want to be on the show sometime? You know, I should. I really hope I get to meet Bree this weekend. I really want $5 for one of my ideas from somebody famous. <laughs> and then get them to, like, sign the $5 bill. What happens if you try to pitch an idea to, like, Dead Mouse, who's already got a thing going on? I'd come up with something better. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I really want to get Mr. Dead Mouse on the show now. I like how we refer to him as Mr. Mr. Dead yeah. Mouse. I think that he should definitely be on the show, and then we can pitch, like... The resurrection of the mouse. <gasps> the resurrection. <gasps> oh! Okay, Make like a back to back, like back to back get up for them. Anyways, yes. Dana, last question for you, madam. Last question, but I have so many. Okay, uh, what's evolve? Oh, so evolve is actually uh, my friend. He produces another producer from Dallas. And essentially, I have taken the role of a manager for him. Ooh, cool. Yeah, so lately I've been shopping out tracks for him. Um, I managed to get one signed last year in the month of December to uh, this small label called Bass Junkie. Um, it was really cool. It was first uh, label release ever. And right now I'm just working on uh, trying to find another mm-hmm. label to sign his uh, newest song that he's produced. So, yeah, of all... Yeah, he's a no, an up and coming uh, dubstep rhythm producer. He also makes house too. He does it all. You should <laughs> just keep an eye out for that name. Nice. It's gonna be a 
feel like it's going to be a blow-up this year in 2018 for sure. Is that more of a role that you like to be in? Like, more of, like, a managing? Uh, it's just something I kind of fell into. Um, but, you know, I'm always trying to expand, you know, my skills. And I'm trying to just have more, like, of an outreach or, like, mm-hmm. involvement within the scene. And that's just something I felt like I could help him with. And just, yeah, kind of naturally became a thing. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, okay. <clears throat> if your music was a superhero, what superhero would it be and why? Oh, man. Oh, I want to say, like, Iron Man for sure. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Just, I guess that's, that's, like, that's, like, big talk. Yeah, like, versatile. <laughs> like, yeah. He's able to, you know, he's able to do it all. Uh-huh. He's constantly, like... You know, evolving and like upgrading his suit, and I feel that's what I'm doing with my music currently. I'm trying. I'm still trying to find you know the perfect fit, I guess, in terms of like what I want to make. But for now, I really like this this whole like dubstep rhythm stuff. It's really cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Iron Man's constantly upgrading and you know getting better and all that stuff. I'm surprised you didn't go with like a bad guy. I mean, I did say superhero, but like. Super villain would probably be okay, too. (laughs) I don't know. Like, on Facebook, when I was researching, I was like, oh, man, this guy's a little scary. Like, oh, Oh, he looks looks like I better be nice to him. And now I meet you, and you're just the friendliest person. I guess maybe super villain wouldn't fit for you. However, do you have a stage persona that you adopt whenever you're on stage? Anything nuanced that you do? I don't think I have anything that goes on. Um... I mean, I'm just I'm just focused up there, you know, just try to, you know, do my best to, like, execute a perfect set. I mean, it's not, you know, perfect is never possible, but it's, you know, I always just strive for that ideal, you know, mm-hmm. great set, you know, that gets the people involved, that lets me play the music I want to play, because, uh, I don't know, I like, I'm always trying to find, like, new music, like, stuff that other people don't play, like, I try to differentiate, my, differentiate myself in that aspect, because, you know, I could play Knuckle Sandwich by, by Bad Clat, and everyone will go crazy, but do I really want to play Knuckle Sandwich by Bad Clat, because everyone else plays it? Not exactly, you know, I want to find other tracks that, like, you know, go off, but it doesn't have to be, like, the most popular, like, rhythm song at the time, it's just really... I don't know. I feel like that's to me. I, mean, I don't want to say it's lame, but it's something everybody does. It, everyone does it, you know. Yeah. I just want to like differentiate myself in that aspect. You know, I, I can play heaters that no one else has played. Yeah, like, that's what I want to do with yeah. my sets. Yeah. But if it was a really good persona, though, would you be like, "I'm about it"? Now, I'm, okay. So I will. Tell <laughs> oh, my, I will tell you my theory. All right. I have noticed that people like not only sometimes wear things on their heads. Like, when they're performing, but they also have something that glows. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people have, like, glowing glasses, glowing bucket heads, glowing what have you, glowing ears. I don't know. The um, has got his ninja thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I really want somebody to have, like, what's the X-Men that has the eye covering? Cyclops. Yeah. I think somebody should, like, have one that goes, like, boo-doo, and it has, like, the, the I don't know. Uh-huh. Anyways. I think we need to work on your stage performance, a stage persona. All right. Um, and I think that the best way to do that is to take over, like, an alien abduction. Ooh. You need to be the brainiac. Oh, man. 
Oh. <laughs> you could probably play with res with that. Yeah. I think you need I think you need something that shows off that big old brain, that huge <laughs> uh, throbbing <laughs> intellect. And uh, I think you need some floating brains. In the background, yes. That light up <laughs> and float around, like around on stage. Um, and I think that you need a giant UFO, like, beaming you down, like, with smoke and stuff. And you've got, like, this, like, 1960s, like, alien Martian kind of thing. Like, like Mars Attack, sort of? Yes! Oh, yes. man, that'd be perfect. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, and I think, yeah, I think that's what you need. Yeah, I'm... I'm but you're so happy. Sidra, you're so happy. <laughs> like, like, you're gonna, you're here to, like, eat people's brains, but you're nice about it. You're gonna be like, can I please eat your brains? And then they're gonna say no. I'm like, well, I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, so I think that this may, might help you. Um, people remember who you are. They're like, oh my god, were you there when that alien invaded the stage and played some dope-ass beats? And you can be like, yeah, because I was the brain. <laughs> you can have like people dressed up like in alien outfits and go literally abduct people in the crowd. You know, like you yeah, can be like, be everyone's awesome. like, oh, I want to be abducted. Yay. But they don't really know what happens when they get abducted. Uh-huh. Like, we'll go take them, like have an amazing time. And then we're going to like X-Men it. Yeah. Or not X-Men, Men in Black. Yeah, just- Men in Black. <laughs> yeah, that'd be really hilarious. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, I think you need to show off that brain since you, you obviously have a brain um, and, and you're, you know, this, this, you can show it off like with a see-through helmet. Yeah, I want to uh, go through surgery for that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. I mean, we're I putting think... the Blood Brothers through surgery, too, so. The are, are, are you, like, fusing them together into, like, one beam? Yeah, we're sewing them together. Oh, at perfect. At the back. Okay. So oh. they can have two, two tables going at once. Oh. So he wasn't very excited. He's like, oh, perfect. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. Like, Zach and Dustin together, that will be an interesting combination. I wonder yeah. if we can have... I know they're different heights, too. It's yeah, just it's hilarious. Just, it's just well, a, we'll have to do one higher so then one can just, like, hang there and be like... <laughs> I can imagine Dustin just like... Hey, man. <laughs> I can't believe you know so many of our other alums. Yeah, definitely. Um, I know you performed with Thomas Black. Um, yeah, he was on uh, the Bomber Crawl lineup uh, this past week. Uh-huh. Um, let's see, Lofty Beats. Uh, I went. I lived uh, my freshman year in the same dorm as him, uh-huh. so that's how I met him. We like Lofty. Oh yeah, he's such a laid back and nice dude. Does yeah. he just go by Lofty now? Yes, look of the year. Okay. Yeah, Lofty's um, got it. Spadus, I met through NT DJs, and he taught me how to DJ house parties, so that's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, let's see who else I recognize. I met Melee Mix at uh, One City in Dallas. Yep. Um, yep. Help, I met them at this thing that used to happen monthly, like a couple months ago. We dig the help. Uh, they helped us out a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it used to be this like web, or like this every Friday night. Uh, lab would put on this thing called pregame, so mm-hmm. it'd be kind of like a boiler room style set. And yeah, so that's where I met them. Let's see, Carlisle. I'm I don't know. I met him like a year and a half ago at one of City Light events, like his first shows. So but, you know all these people. Uh, Reckless. Uh, yeah, I met him. Everybody knows Reckless. Yeah, everybody yeah, knows Reckless. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, where, I forgot where I met him. Uh, at, I met him at Takeover Tuesday. Yeah, um, who else I recognize? Uh, I mean, DFW. Yeah, uh, Brandon Webb, cool uh-huh. dude. And yeah, I think that's it. Might be missing someone. 
Yeah, we don't have all of our list out here either yet, so. Yeah. It's a secret. A secret. Top secret. The Wall of Fame. <laughs> it's growing. We're going to need a really big wall someday. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> we definitely do. All right. Fantastic. Let's tune in to our festival forecast, shall we? Ooh, yeah. What's that weather going to be like? It's the Festival Forecast, presented by FestiCast. Wait, are we recording? Already? We have breaking news. From there's, the- there's, been a, there's been a forecast of a Category 5 bunch of festivals that are coming up. Let's go live to Lance in the, in the festival. Channel FestiCast newscopter to predict what festivals are coming up. Hey, Lance here. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at uh, March 24th at San Marcos' res at, at the Mark? I have an understanding here from, from, from first responders that on April 6th in Dallas, uh, Black Tiger Sex Machine will be at Stereo Live Dallas. Can you confirm these details? I believe that is true. Hold on. It looks like there is a huge car crash up ahead in Fort Worth April 7th at Foam Wonderland. It's got a lot of people in it. There's snails. Cookie Monster, Back to the Future, damn it, <laughs> Back to the Back, Back to the Back, what's wrong with me, Font Case, Bonnie and Clyde, Riot 10, Blunts and Blondes, it looks like the Festy crew might have also been involved in some way, they'll probably be there. Oh my god, did they run over the snails? Pardon, no. pardon some editorializing <laughs> from our man Lance. I, I also have an understanding oh, from... Oh, we're just going to do them all. Uh, well, on... <laughs> I'll personally be taking the night off on April 21st to go to Dallas for to see Blau at the Lizard Dallas Lounge. Lizard Lounge in Dallas. Are we just going to do them all? <laughs> May 12th in Dallas. You can see Duro at Stereo Live Dallas. Or Duro. Duro. Or Dorito. And May 25th in Dallas, Slushy will be there. And it's got two eyes at Stereo Live Dallas. Thank you, Lance. That was late. Next, I have the weather forecast on oh, June 1st. Throwing it back to Lance in the studio. We can have... We're both Lance. That's the that joke. That was the joke from the first time. Uh, yeah. Dallas. In Dallas, you can see Dada Life. I've heard they're very good. And they'll be at Stereo Live Dallas, which if you haven't caught, that will be in Dallas on June 1st. And it's my understanding that you will be able to find your festy crew there with stickers ready for sweaty hugs from weirdos. Lance, there's something wrong with the copter. I'm going down! It's probably for the best. <laughs> if you want to hear Blow. more from the it's twin okay. Lances. It's a I don't have a clever response to that. Please stop recording me. B-movie deathmatch. Wow, what cool show's happening. Oh, all the shows. All the shows. All the shows. But stay tuned and then we'll let you all know what shows that you can come catch the FestiCast crew at. And... I don't, I think that's probably about it, is it? Yeah, where can we find your music? So, check me out at soundcloud.com slash brain Dallas, Texas. All one word. B-R-A-Y-N. Yes, ma'am. Brain Dallas, Texas. Yeah. Brain Dallas, Texas. Texas, T-E-X-A-S or uh, T-X? T-X. Okay. T-X. Oh, I'm dumb. I have a game. But it's just, it's kind of a hard game, though, so I don't know if you guys are up to the challenge. Oh, man. Ooh. I love games. Okay, let's let's check out this game. Let's peep this this game. Is that, am I using that word? Peep? peep, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, this game is going to bring us back to our roots a little bit. So, oh, it's man. kind of like 
a roots trivia. I've kind of given some of the answers away throughout the show, and I tried to be strategic about it. Ooh. But at least one of the answers I gave away. Sorry. Um, so hopefully you guys are well versed in a little bit of a history oh, of the EDM. Oh man. <clears throat> so each one is gonna be worth one point. Um, if you all get a tie, that's cool with me because you know get to work. <sighs> all right. So. Who is the creator of house music, and where was the first show? I mean, I'm pretty sure uh, said Frankie Knuckles. Mm-hmm. Uh, where was the birth of? House you have any idea, Sarah? Is it Detroit? No, what you said? Chicago. Chicago? What's the other one? Uh, I mean, like the name of the place that he played in. Oh, Disco's Revenge. Oh. No. That's, that's related to house music. It is related to house that's music. That's the only thing I know. Oh. <laughs> Are we giving up? Yes. Yeah. All right. I'll New York. New York. New York. No. It's uh, the warehouse that yeah. was played in. Yeah, I wouldn't the know warehouse. that. <laughs> oh. Men's warehouse? <laughs> sure. I'm going to go ahead and give You're my one like point sound. out to Brain over here. And, nice uh, one. Good on ya. Oh, Let's see. The next ones aren't going to be much easier in my bag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so what was made in Detroit in the 80s? Cars. Techno. Do you have an answer? <laughs> I'm going to go techno. So. Okay. Yes. Detroit techno. It was created by Juan Atkins, Kevin Sunderson, and Derek May. So one brain and one Sarah. Okay, this one, you guys are probably not going to know, but I thought this was really interesting, so I wanted to share my history tidbit with you guys. Who coined the term plur? A DJ named Plur. I feel like I should know this, but I do not. I don't know. It was actually DJ Frankie Bones. Um. He supposedly started using this in response to a fight that broke out at one of his storm raves in Brooklyn, New York. So, in New York, New York, New York. I'm not doing this. I'm not singing. <laughs> but um, sorry, that one was a little bit hard. I was going to try to drop more hints throughout the episode, but I forgot. Because obviously I forgot about the game until much later when we were about to wrap it up. That's that's okay. <laughs> Do I get like a half credit point for like alternative facts? Um, yes, mm-hmm, absolutely. So our scores go, Dana, one half point, yes. uh, Sarah, one point, and Brain with two points. Oh, nice. I was expecting a tiebreaker. That was close. I was expecting a tiebreaker because I know I did the Frankie Knuckles thing. Mm-hmm. So. But yay! I wonder if he had one of those knuckle rings that said Frankie on it. You know, that's a good question. Yeah. Frankie, F-R-A-K-E. I don't know. You run out to forget. I know, like, there's not enough fingers there, though. Maybe there's, like, stars for, like, filler space. Yeah. Maybe so. I don't know. If I ever got one, it'd be, like, cool teach. Cool teach. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to get you, like, a necklace that says cool teach, and you're going to wear it every day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. With my sunglasses and, like, my dry (laughs) shampoo hair. Mm -hmm. Kick up my jeans on the the table and be like, all right, kids. I'm going to learn you something today. Do you get, like, a leather jacket, too? Yeah, I could do that. Pop the collar? Yeah. Yeah. You can comb your hair? 
Yeah. I don't know why I'm going like all 50s with this. Roll up like, my roll style. up my jeans a little yeah. bit on the bottoms for some high waters. Mm-hmm. Show off my white socks. You gotta get some like boots of some sort too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Adidas sandals. Mm, yeah, there we go. You gotta learn how to spit too. <laughs> I'm from West Texas, girl. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Well, okay, now that I've remembered my game and everything, we can uh, wrap, up, wrap up the show. So where do we find you one more time? SoundCloud.com slash BrainDallasTexas. <laughs> uh, Dallas and TX. And you can also follow me at BrainDallas on Twitter, Instagram, and on Facebook. Yeah. Or if you're also looking for him, look up into the sky for the brain signal. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. yes. Okay, fantastic. But is that his going to be like abduction whenever we like... He plays a show with yeah. like the bat bat signal. We send the signal, and then all of a sudden the UFO arrives and then beams him down like. Yeah. So we never know when the show is. We just gotta look to the sky. Yeah. And then be like, "What is spray?" And then oh, we go, it was well, New Mexico. What? Okay. All right. Anyways, we'll catch you all next week. Yeah.